Do you get nervous when you have to talk to motivated sellers? Do you try and follow a script only to find yourself veering off of that script and then struggling to find the words to build rapport with the seller and make him or her more comfortable? Well, in today's video, I'm gonna walk you through exactly how to behave and what to say when you get a motivated seller on the phone. This is gonna be a two-part video. In this short video, we'll cover how to talk to a seller during that first initial phone call. In part two, we'll talk about how to handle the appointment. You're gonna to wanna to stick around for this. We'll get things started in three, two, All right, guys, welcome to the channel. Before we dive into this too deep, do me a favor and like this video down below the description. And while you're there, go ahead and subscribe to the channel and then finally hit that notification bell to get alerted every time a new video gets posted. Okay, so you're not sure how to handle talking with motivated sellers for whatever reason. Maybe you're new in the business. Maybe you've never had any kind of formal sales training. Or maybe you're just an introvert who doesn't care for talking on the phone. I get it. I'm an introvert and talking on the phone is one of those things that took me years of forcing myself to get on the phone with sellers in order to kind of uh, come into my own. All right, the first thing I want to tackle is taking calls from motivated sellers. Or if they've left a voicemail or something like that, this would be calling them back. In either case, we're going to handle both scenarios in much the same way. We are going to be working from a script. If you're out there without a script and you're just winging it, and you don't have a particular agenda when these people call you, you're going to end up sounding like you don't know what you're doing. So the very first step in talking with these sellers on the phone is to build yourself a script. Now, I have a script that I use every single time I talk to a seller, and I don't veer off of it at all. But one thing I have incorporated into my script is this kind of deflection strategy. I know that sounds terrible, but if you're someone who doesn't like being on the phone in the first place, this can really help you feel more comfortable. So this strategy, this deflection strategy, uh, is, a, is a blame game. And so what you do is you actually blame your partner, you blame your boss. This is a pretty common thing in this business. Uh, it's pretty common in sales, period. And if you're in our coaching program, you already know who to blame. Everybody gets to blame me. I'm totally fine with it. But what I mean by deflection is this. In the beginning, at first, I don't want the seller to know that I am the man or that I'm the guy that's going to be buying this house. So I'll say something like this. Let's say, uh, let's say that I'm calling the seller back in this situation. I would call the seller up. I'd say, hi, this is Jeff with I Buy STL Houses, and I'm returning your call about your house at 123 Main Street. Oh, hey, Jeff, how are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm glad I was able to reach you today. I wanted to go over some of the details on your house with you today. Is this a bad time to go over a few things? No, this time will work. This will be fine. Okay, great. Well, just to let you know, it's my job to call and get information on properties that the company is interested in buying. Things like beds, baths, square footage, those types of things. So if you don't mind, I'd like to ask a few of those questions. Is that all right with you? Yeah, that'd be fine. All right, well, good deal. Well, if it turns out that this is going to be a, a deal that they want to move forward with, they will likely send me out to write you a contract on the house. And that could happen... Uh, as early as this week. Will you be available this week? Okay, so you see kind of what's happened there is we have laid out uh, a timeline. We've uh, given them some expectations about what's going to happen next without actually 
committing to anything specific. And so from this point on, I'm asking questions about the house. I've laid all this out. I've laid this timeline out. Now I'm going to ask questions about the house. This video that you're watching is not about what questions to ask in your script about the house, because that's the easy part. In fact, I'm going to put a link in the description below to the questionnaire that I use on every single call that I, that I take. All right. You can go out, download it and use it for yourself. What I want to point out and drive home is that you should be asking the same questions of every seller that you speak with on the phone. So whether you download or use my script or create your own, just make sure you follow that same line of questioning on every single seller call. It's important because over time, it'll allow you to hone in on what that particular seller's motivations are. And it's a heck of a lot easier on you because now you're not missing any information if you ask the same questions on each and every call. Remember, it's all about building systems. And this is one way you do that. You repeat tasks over and over and over until the process is really well-defined. Then you can hand this process off to someone that you hire when you get to that level in your business. Here's what I want you to understand about the process and the purpose of this call. At this point in our line of questioning, we honestly couldn't care less about the house. The house at this point, it's just a talking point. What we're trying to do is we are trying to draw out our seller's motivations. Okay. We want to find out if this person needs to sell the house right now, or are they just testing the waters? See, in my business, we don't necessarily send people out on appointments just to look at houses. Of course, while we're there, we're going to take notes about the house. We're going to take pictures. Uh, we're determining what needs to be fixed and repaired and those types of things. But we are more interested in two things. And those two things are number one, motivation. Are they motivated? And number two, what are their pain points? Why are they motivated? See, we go out on appointments to get contracts. Contracts are our inventory. Just like an inventory of a taco stand is tacos, our inventory is contracts. You will struggle to get good terms on a contract if, number one, you are dealing with an unmotivated seller. And number two, if you don't understand the motivation behind their need to sell their house. You need to understand their pain points. You get paid by solving their pain points, plain and simple. So how we talk to sellers on the phone is how we're going to begin to lay out the framework for drawing out their motivation for selling. So what should you be doing on the phone in order to begin kind of guiding them down this path to spilling the beans about their true motivations? I'm going to go old school here, okay? This is so simple. It's been taught so many times. It's embarrassingly simple. The answer to this question is, you ask questions. You ask a ton of questions, which is what you're already doing now if you're following your script, right? So that should be pretty simple. Do not, I repeat, do not make this phone call about you. The same rules apply when you go on an appointment as well. There is no faster way of turning a seller off than them having to listen to you drone on about yourself and your life. It's a big mistake. Don't do it. See, people have this natural tendency of needing to be heard and needing to be understood, especially if they're under some kind of duress or uh, in, a, in a stressful situation. So if you just let your seller speak and he or she starts spilling the beans on the phone, you have four very specific duties at this point. Duty number one is to zip it. Be quiet. 
let them speak. Number two is to listen intently and do not interrupt them. Number three, you want to take copious notes. It would be incredibly embarrassing if you forgot this whole conversation because you didn't take notes. And memory doesn't work here. You got to take some notes. And finally, number four, you have to actually care about what they're saying. You have to have some empathy. Put yourself in their situation and have some feelings, have some empathy for them. If you've done your job correctly here, you will have all the information you need to make a decision on whether or not your seller is truly motivated. All right, so let's go ahead and say that you've talked it all out, you've decided that the motivation does exist with that seller, and you want to set an appointment to walk the house. There's going to be one last question that you need to ask your seller uh, before you pencil in that appointment on your calendar. It's an incredibly powerful but simple question, and it's probably the most important question of all. See, because a lot of these sellers think that all we do as investors is drive around and look at houses all day. If that were truly what we did, we would get nothing else done. I know I wouldn't. But the problem is they've watched too many of these house flipping shows and this is all that they think we do. So here's the final question you're gonna ask your seller. Really, this is less of a question and more of a, uh, a verbal agreement between you and the seller. It is the first of many verbal agreements that you're gonna make with your seller. So here it goes, it goes like this. Mr. and Mrs. Seller, before I commit to driving all the way out to this house, I need to know something. If you and I can come to an agreement on price, I'm not saying that we will, but if we can, are you ready to sign a contract to sell that house to my company while I'm there at the appointment? Now, if your seller's answer is anything other than yes, here's what you're going to respond with. Well, Mr. Seller, you know, I'm a pretty busy person and I really don't like to waste a bunch of my time. Not that meeting with you would be a, a waste of time. So why don't we just do this? Why don't you give me a call when you're ready to sign a contract to sell your house? I'd love to see the house. I'm sure it's beautiful, but we're serious buyers. And if my company sends me out, it's going to cost them a lot of money. So you see how I deflected the blame to my company in order to get to the truth? This strategy really works. But if the seller responds with a yes, just go ahead and set up your appointment and go on your appointment. And that is how you get through your phone conversations and get to the next step with your sellers. When you ask questions, you become the authority and it really does give you the upper hand when you start negotiating. Remember, ask questions, be quiet, listen intently, and empathize with your seller. Put yourself in their situation. All right, guys. Well, that's all we have for this video. Join me next time when we discuss how to handle our sellers while we're at the appointment. This is an art form that takes a while to master, okay? But it's no reason to avoid getting on the phone and setting up appointments right now. Now, jump down into the description of the video and go ahead and download the seller questionnaire that I provided. Uh, the link's down there in the description. While you're at it, why not join our Facebook group or take a look at some of the courses we have available on the website at sub2empire.com. Also, if you're someone looking to get into this business, check out our group coaching program. It can also be found at sub2empire.com. Thanks very much for joining me. We'll see you next time.